Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Unreasonable Stories Podcast. The podcast you're about to hear is dedicated to the more than 407,000 foster youth in the United States. In a continued effort on the part of this podcast to maintain the highest level of respect and privacy for the people who choose to share their stories with us, let's participants in this episode, along with all previous and future episodes, make the decision as to if they would like their names associated with their testimony. As a result, some of the names and other personally identifiable information contained in this episode have been changed to protect the participants' identities. We wanted to thank each and every participant that shared their story with us, and we value and appreciate your courage. This podcast has, and always will, stand with all members of the foster care community across the United States. Some of the information contained in this episode covers sensitive topics and listener discretion is advised. foster care system when I was five years old and my brother was I believe just turning one. I was turning six that year and I was five years old when I first started. Um, For those who haven't been in foster care um, but know people who have been in foster care but they don't like talking about it, I would understand because when I talk about my foster care story it gets really emotional. Um, but I mean, sometimes it doesn't, depending on who I'm talking to. So, I was in the foster care system for about 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, for 6 years, 6, six, six and a half years. Um, but the first time, I'm not going to name any of the names of who my previous homes were. So my first home, let's say my first foster mom's name was Kennedy. So Kennedy, um, living in her home, it wasn't a nice home and it was awful. It was the worst experience um, for me to be in, especially being a five-year-old. Um, she was really, really rude to me and my brother, um, especially me, on days that I was sick or days I was feeling sick. She didn't care. She just left me in my room and she didn't come and check on me. And it was, I believe, Thanksgiving and I was hurting. My stomach was hurting and I felt awful. I couldn't eat anything and my mom came, my mom, my stepdad, um, and my grandma and grandpa all came for that day to spend time with us and my mom came and found me and she asked what was wrong and I told her and I felt like at that moment my mom was the only person that cared about me at that time and not my foster mom. Uh, My foster mom, um, she switched the doorknob on me because obviously being a five-year-old and being taken away from your parents is very awful and it can cause a lot of stress and it can cause and trigger anger 
And so I had anger issues. I was being a five and six year old. And so she switched my doorknob. Um, so at night, she locked me in my bedroom. Or when I was throwing a tantrum, she would lock me in my bedroom. And I couldn't get out until she unlocked the door. Um, I didn't go over the first time, like the night I was went into the foster care system. But I was over at my grandma and grandpa's house. And we were, my grandma and I were staying up. And I was watching her play her Facebook games. And it was around 12.30 in the morning when she got a call. And they said they were on our way. And they had my brother. And my brother was supposedly accused of walking around the hospital, which was super confusing because he couldn't walk and it's like dumb. They came to our house and they asked me questions, they asked my grandma questions, they asked my grandma and grandpa questions, and they asked me questions. Um, being a five-year-old, they asked some pretty amazing questions. My mom was in the hospital for reasons that I don't want to talk about. Um, my stepdad was with her. My brother was also with her. And they asked me some questions and they're like questions that a five-year-old should not know. And they asked um, questions like, know anyone who smokes in your household? And I knew. They asked, do you know what weed is? Do you know what all of these different types of drugs are and I knew almost all of the drugs that they named off. Being five you shouldn't even know what a drug is. Um, back to the Kennedy. It's not a good environment. Being five you shouldn't be getting locked into your bedroom. You shouldn't be thinking am I not going to get a meal. She got so annoyed of me that she sent me to like this group home type shelter and it's where and inside of this group group home um walk in their room an alarm sounds um my brother um got sent to another home um, my stepdad came and visited me um i got sent to the shelter but I went back to the shelter. A few days later, I got called, get ready. And I was going to go on a... So when you go to the shelter, the parents, people can come in and they can take you out for the day or the night and see if... And like you spend the night with them and they see if they like you and like you go back and that's when they make their decision. So it's called my second home Stella let's call her Stella so I am Stella comes and she picks me up and obviously I was happy because I was getting a new home but I was scared because I didn't know if this person was bad so Stella takes me to the circus and I had a blast I then go to her house and meet her husband. Um, so Michael then I meet him and I meet her dog, Sassy. 
I loved Sassy so much. Um, and I stayed the night there, and then the next day, I went back. And later on that day, I was told to pack my stuff. I believe it was later on that day, or it was the next day, I was told to pack my stuff. And I was going home with Stella. I was so happy because I actually liked the house and I loved the home that I was in. Um, Stella told me that when she brought me home, Michael said that when he first laid his eyes on me, he knew I was the right fit for their home. And I was in their household for about a year, year and a half. Um, my brother's foster home that he was in, we got split up. The home that we were in, he was in. Kennedy, I believe that was, yeah. Kennedy didn't tell him that he had a sister. But then Stella and Michael, um, they were amazing. They treated me like their own. Um, they loved me. And I loved them. And they were amazing. And I honestly miss them to this day, but I'm thankful for where I am today, but I miss seeing them. It's just kind of hard to leave a home that you were in love with. Um, all of us, me and my brother, were going to get adopted by our homes that we were in. So in the place that I'm talking in right now, I am about two, three, four years into the... Um, from where I left off, just so I wasn't confusing anyone. We lived in Oklahoma for the first two, and we moved back to Arizona. I cut out a bunch of parts because I just didn't feel comfortable putting that onto the internet, and it's my personal story, and so I get to choose what I put and what I don't put on the internet. Anger issues started coming back again. Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I picked a hole in the apartment. Well, see, now that is a part of a story time that you need. In a sad story time, you always need a plot that's funny. To me, it's funny. To you, it might not be funny. So. My brother, my sister, and I all got taken to a placement shelter. We were all going to separate homes, and I was super scared because I didn't know where they were going, and I couldn't protect them. If they were bad homes, I couldn't protect them. Brother had to stay one more night because his family was out camping. My sister, um, all went, we went to our home. I could talk about this home. And I could talk about who her real name is because I live here now. Um, I then came to live with I was so, so scared. And and I both thought that I was just going to go home after Christmas. I made some amazing friends living here. Um, it was the day after I came to live with um, that I met her two granddaughters. In July, I forgot what day, I think it was July 21st, I got adopted. She treated me like her family from day one, and I've made amazing friends with her.
As this episode comes to an end, we wanted to share a segment from an amazing short film titled Removed by Nathaniel Matnick. Removed explores from the child's point of view the emotional journey of children who are taken from their homes and placed in the foster care system. Removed is a short film following the emotional journey of a nine-year-old girl who is taken from her abusive birth home and placed in the foster care system. And... This is who I am. I am unseen, unheard, unwanted. That is what I am even I am anything.
the same thing that held me up forced me down. And the world turned upside down and order disappeared. Nothing was how it was supposed to be. And a heavy sadness filled my soul. Deeper and deeper I fell within myself. And nothing could draw me out. Trapped in the misery of my life. Lost in the sorrow of my soul. Unable to see the light. Unable to see the dawn. To feel. To hope. To dream. And I found the darkest days of my life kept coming. The blackest nights for my soul never stopped. The Unerasable Stories podcast team wants all members of the foster care community, both past and present, to know that we see you, We hear you, and you will always have the space you deserve to be seen and heard.